0: The traditional old go to the naughty corner may not be the best and most effective way of disciplining a small child, however the use of time out seems to have become the new trend. What's the difference and how can the alone time benefit the child or teach them a lesson? We'd like to delve deeper into this topic on the next Family Matters and I hope you'll stay with us. Hi, I'm Graham Schnell for Family Matters where we offer practical advice from Focus on the Family. We received a great question from a mom who recently asked, How effective are timeouts? Our son is entering toddlerhood and I'm not sure what type of discipline is best for different behaviors. My friends all seem to rely on timeouts regardless of the nature of their kids' behavior. I'm not sure this is always the best method. When are timeouts an appropriate means of discipline? When are they not? How can I tell the difference? As a general rule, timeouts aren't meant to function as a method of punishment. Instead, they're a way of allowing the child's reasoning powers to catch up with his emotions. The main idea is to communicate, teach, and encourage reflection. Exactly what happens when you give a misbehaving child a timeout? You simply pull him out of the action and tell him to cool his heels for a while in a quiet, isolated setting. In this way, you force him to stop, take a deep breath, and think about what he's been doing. You give him a chance to spend some time trying to understand the reasons behind the household rules. That's why it's best to make sure he knows beforehand what those rules are. He should also understand clearly what the consequences are likely to be if he chooses to break them. All this implies that timeouts are most effective in dealing with thoughtless and impulsive behavior. Examples include angry outbursts or a temporary loss of self-control. Time-outs are far less helpful in cases of premeditated defiance, which is conscious and deliberate disobedience. Misbehavior of that sort has deeper roots. It needs to be confronted with more serious consequences. We'd suggest something like loss of privileges, grounding, or taking away a favorite toy. You should also resist the temptation to put your child in time-out simply because he's bugging you or making annoying noises. The rule of thumb is one minute of time for every year of the child's age three minutes for a three-year-old, four minutes for a four-year-old, and so on. As you can see, this guideline is directly related to the timeout's function as an opportunity for reflection. It takes into account the child's maturity and capacity for rational thoughts. It should be only as long as it needs to be in order to give them a chance to take in the bigger picture. With younger kids, it can be helpful to prepare an emotions toolbox as an aid to meaningful reflection. Inside a decorated shoebox, place a few carefully selected items, Choose these items with an eye to their special symbolic significance. For example, a magnifying glass. Do I need to take a closer look at this situation? A lump of clay or Play-Doh. Am I flexible? Or a squeeze toy. Do I need to find healthier ways of working out my frustrations? Let the child handle these items. Encourage him to think about what they mean while he's serving his sentence. It's best to let him do this in a boring location. We'd recommend the stairs or the bathroom. His own bedroom is probably well stocked with distracting toys and games. That leads to one last thought. The effectiveness of a timeout may sometimes be related to your child's personality type. This method tends to work best with outgoing kids. Children of a quieter and more withdrawn disposition may actually enjoy being sent off by themselves for 5 or 10 minutes. In that case it would be wise to come up with some other way of correcting their impulsive behaviours. If you think it might be helpful to discuss these suggestions at greater length, Focus on the Family's trained counsellors would consider it a privilege to speak with you over the phone. Call 031-716-3300 to speak to someone who can help. Remember that discipline is a means of teaching, not punishing. So choose your disciplinary measures carefully. Good luck. This program is produced by Focus on the Family. I'm Graham Schnell, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Family Matters.